hello, this is Christopher of Radiant Fire Radio, and I am happy to be back talking to step parents. I am going to be bringing forth information from an article that was written in January of 2014 by Kate Bayless. Now, this article is very, very good information. And it's titled, Eight Boundaries Step Parents Shouldn't Cross. And I find it interesting because I didn't know that this world existed. I didn't know that there were uh, authors who were writing about different things towards step parenting. And I'm glad to, uh, to have come across this article. So I think what I'm going to do is give you the first four parts in this session, and then I will give you the second four parts in another session, but I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. And it's good to hear information from different sources so that you, as a step-parent, can grow and become a deeper, better step-parent. So let's get started. Eight boundaries step-parents shouldn't cross. Becoming a step-parent read these eight important step parenting no-nos and how to solve sticky situations. A step family offers a new chance at love and family life, but it's also an attempt to bring together various parents and problems, different spouses and siblings. A step family is fundamentally, is a fundamentally different structure and it makes a different foundation for relationships than a first-time family, says psychologist Patricia Papernail, Doctorate of Education. A member of the National Step Family Resource Center's Expert Council and author of Surviving and Thriving in Step Family Relationships, what works and what doesn't. One of these differences is that in a step family, the spouses do not have an equal relationship to the children or in a parenting process. God, she has really, really spoken the truth here. And to hear this from a different source, from a different person, really makes things come together. This dynamic sets up a web of boundaries that step parents are wise not to cross. Here we tackle eight common slip ups to avoid and how step parents can handle these situations. Situation number one trying to take the place of the mother or father. I was so fortunate in my experience because this is my second second time step-parenting um, to not do this. And I believe on my first time step-parenting, I refused to uh, take, the, take the place or assume the role of the biological father. And in my situation right now, there's two biological fathers that I'm dealing with. One of them has no... Uh, input or say by choice, by his own choice, and the other one does. So those two dynamics themselves makes my family completely uh, different. And I have to be very careful on not to uh, confuse that role that I'm in. Whether the new marriage is a result of divorce or death, you can never take the place of the other biological parent and you should not attempt to. These children are not yours, says Derek Randall, parenting expert and certified step family coach through the Step Family Foundation in New York City. You know, those words kind of sting 
but I remember talking about this particular situation. Um, you, you really do have to realize that these kids are not yours. It, it hurts. It sucks. But that's the reality. He goes on to say, no matter what the biological ex-spouse has done, respect the child's need to love that parent. The same goes for requiring that the stepkids call you mom or dad. Don't ever demand it or even ask for it. I remember I had an adoptive son, son, a failed adoption. And, um, you know, after, after things got bad in one particular situation, you know, even, even with the amount of, and the level of, of neglect and abuse that this, this child suffered, he still wanted them. He still wanted them. And it, it, it blew my mind. You know, it came in a bad time and in a, a bad place for me. But, you know, when he blurted this out that he wanted them, I really started to see how wrong I had been in my perspectives and, and everything that I was doing, you know, as a, as a parent and attempting to be a step parent and, you know, and attempting to be an adoptive parent. <clears throat> this, this is so true, what she's saying here. So instead of trying to take the place of the mother or father, be clear with yourself and the stepchild about your role in the family. A step-parent can become a loved, respected mentor to the child while realizing that he can't reconstitute the biological family. Randall says, remember that a stepchild can develop feelings of love and respect for you without them using the term mom or dad. And if the kids do decide on their own to use that term for you, demonstrate a quiet gratitude and a responsibility to live up to the label. Spanking your stepkids, big no-no, big no-no, I completely agree. Even if you believe in spanking, a step-parent should never cross the line of administering physical consequences to a child. Always refrain from losing your cool and hitting, swearing, or losing it with your stepchildren, says Joanne Pedro Carroll, doctorate, clinical psychologist and author of Putting Children First. Proven parenting strategies to help children thrive through divorce. It's hard enough when tempers get out of control between, between children and their own parents. The incident and the painful memories of physical discipline from a step-parent can last a lifetime and take a toll on any chance of building trust and respect in a new family. So instead of spanking your stepkids, remove yourself from the situation. If you feel yourself getting overly worked up, and report any misbehavior to the biological parent to determine if consequences are necessary. And Lord Jesus, I can tell you so many times, this advice has saved my life. It has saved my life. It has saved the relationship. It's hard. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It is extremely hard. But you can do this part. You can do this part and you can do it well. And it becomes easier the more that you do it. The more that you take yourself out of that situation, you'll, you will see that life is a whole lot smoother. Number three, assuming a position of authority. <laughs> I have to laugh at this because I'm telling you guys all the time that sometimes your authoritarianism is, uh, it can get you in trouble. I know it's got me in trouble a lot, but I've changed. I've changed all. So, Young children under the age of five or six 
may be more willing to accept a step-parent's authority in the new family. But school-age children and teens will often rebuff a step-parent's attempts at automatic authority. So true. So instead of assuming a position of authority for new step-parents, it is best to proceed slowly, not as a disciplinarian, but as a supportive friend to the child and a supportive resource to your partner. You really need to understand that you have to support your biological parent. Um, they have been through so much hell, so many different battles behind the scenes that you have no clue. You know, my wife often tells me that she feels like she's in the middle of everybody. I get it. I really do. So this is, this is key. Dr. Pedro Carroll suggests you may have won the heart of your new spouse, but if he or she is a package deal with kids in tow, you'll need to earn their love and respect of your new stepchildren too. Basic respect is a must, but you'll need to put time and effort into the relationship with your stepchildren if you want more. And how many of us step parents want more of a relationship with our stepchildren? We do. So number four, getting involved in parenting discussions between your partner and the ex. Wow, this is such a big, big no-no. It can be tempting to weigh in on a parenting discussion between your spouse and his or her ex, but don't. And, and I say this, you know, unless you are invited, and even if you're invited, I still would be very, very quiet, very, very listening and supportive of the biological parent that you are with. These things are very, very tricky. So the ex didn't agree to co-parent with you. Ouch. Ouch. You, you really have to hear that again. The ex didn't agree to co-parent with you and will likely feel ganged up on if you give unsolicited advice, explains Jenna Korf, a certified Step Family Foundation coach at step, StepMomHelp.com and co-author of Skirts at War, Beyond Divorced Mom, Stepmom Conflicts. Exes who are still holding on to anger or hurt from the divorce can cause a world of pain for you and your spouse. So try to avoid, <laughs> so try to avoid asserting, inserting yourself into their discussions. Yeah, so true, so true. So instead of getting involved in parenting discussions between your partner and the ex, although step parents can certainly provide their input into the parenting situation, this should be done in private with your spouse, not during the conversation with the ex. Any decisions or information should then be shared with the ex by the biological parent. Keep yourself out of this, Korf says. Make a concerted effort to build a positive relationship with your spouse's ex so that your interactions and in input can be well received. And I've told you a couple of times how the biological parent was used in order to, to change and straighten out some situations that had been going on because the... Uh, it, it was necessary, it was needed. And it was only because of a good relationship with the ex was this uh, mission able to be accomplished. 
I hope you enjoyed this uh, as much as I have. This has been part one of Eight Boundaries Step Parents Shouldn't Cross. And this is Christopher Ward, Radiant Fire Radio. We will pick up in part two next week. God bless. We are committed to excellence and truth. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you as we go forth in this endeavor in this hour. We pray that God would be with you. His prophetic mantle and his prophetic anointing would be upon your life. Please feel free to contact us at any time with questions, comments, or concerns. You can reach us at Christopher at RadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries, on YouTube.